this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast. Today we podcast the abridged version of the Broader Look story titled No Love Lost, Valentine's Day-Related Enterprises Ponder Profit Losses, Potentials Amid Pandemic. The story was written by Business Mirror reporter Elijah Feliz Rosales and was published on February 11, 2021. For the full text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Brother Look. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. She always stopped and smelled the flowers she sold for more than two decades. Last year, Remedios Cruzat just stopped. And the flowers, white and pink baby's breath, red roses, and blue and purple aster disappeared from sight at a street in downtown Manila. Remedios Cruzat, known by fellow vendors at the Dangwa Flower Market as Nanay Edios, told the business mayor she had to close down her shop for six months last year, starting March. Nanay Edios smoothens with gnarled fingers the hem of her blue duster dotted by yellow sunflower prints. She said during that six months, she turned to planting rice so that her family can survive. Nanay Edios is a native of Los Baños, Laguna. She has been selling flowers for 25 years along the street near the bus terminal operated by the Dangwa Transportation Company Incorporated. She buys wholesale in her hometown. The fields of Los Baños Laguna used to grow the largest plantations of aster, the daisy-looking plants with star-shaped flower heads that burst in colors of white, blue, or purple. In the second half of 2020, these plantations were converted into rice farms. Who plants flowers over grains in a time of hunger and economic crisis? Nanay Edjust. Ask no one. She touches her right ear as if checking if one of a pair of bronze crocodile-shaped earring is still there as she reminisces about the profitable days before the borders of Metro Manila were blocked by soldiers. Retailers, like Nanay Ejo said, they understand the need for the government to shut them down at the height of the contagion in the summer of 2020. And even if authorities ordered them not to, Nana Ejo said she would stay in her hometown to avoid contracting the virus that was spreading fast in Metro Manila and key cities. However, life was not easy in her return and stay in Los Baños, 56 kilometers south of the capital. On the week she arrived in the first-class municipality, Nana Ejo was required by local officials to go on quarantine. Forced to take a 14-day observation, she was prohibited to leave her house and make a living. Nana Ejo said it was a difficult decision for her to go home, not knowing if she's sick as she feared that she may put her family at risk. She only reopened her shop last December, and by God's grace, she says, she's surviving in a pandemic. Nana Ejo said she is trying to sustain this livelihood in spite of the difficulties because it's what she has known for decades now. 
Her only hope is that people would flock back to buy her flowers. It's Sunday in Dangwa, nearly half past noon. Nane Ejos sprays water on the aster on pots displayed in neat row along the pavement. Traditionally, asters play the role of a sidekick in a bouquet where the lead characters are roses. In Nanay Edge's own words, asters, like baby's breath, are fillers. The aster's stem is clothed green with shreds of leaves attached to its sides. The petals resemble elongated grains of usually white, purple, pink, or blue. Its stamen in the center glow with a dandelion blush. Nanay Ejos explains this glitter of colors in the aster gives a bouquet just the right amount of pizzazz to make the redness of a rose glow. That is why she said the aster is most sought during Valentine's Day because it serves as filler to the rose or to any bouquet even. Its sophistication makes it popular in the Valentine season, Nanay Ejos said. However, what is a supporting cast without the lead role? Like all the retailers in Dangwa, Nanay Ejo said all of them expect a decline in sales when compared from previous Valentine's Day as they assume couples will choose to celebrate the day at home. The Dangwa flower market shelters dozens of vendors like Nanay Ejo's who compete for customers as if the buyer is the last on earth. The lane is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, except when the government shut down the whole of Luzon for 91 days last year. Now that it has reopened, Dangwa, like any commercial area in the new normal, is suffering the effects of induced agoraphobia. Nana Ejo shares the desperation of her fellow flower retailers to sell all of their stock before the petals begin to decay and fall off. In this particular time of the year, they pin their hopes on customers who might buy flowers to give to their special loved one. Prior to the lockdown, Nanay Ejos earns 5,000 pesos in three days. Once her stock of aster is sold off, she would take a train to Loton, ride a bus to Calamba, and head home to her family in Los Baños. The next day, she would walk to the farm where she works for to pick up the asters that she would bring on her trip to Manila. When it's her turn to sell the following week, Nanay Ejos would travel back to Dangwa with her harvest. It's like this every week for Cruzat until the lockdown disrupted her routine. Today, it takes her nearly a week to sell all of Aster flowers she has brought to Dangwa. When she returns to Los Baños, she's lucky to get at least a few hours of rest. Nanay Ejo said all her time is dedicated to picking up the white flora, selecting which ones make it, arranging them in piles, and then taking them to Dangwa. Nana Ejo said Dangwa has changed now to the new normal. Yes, it's open 24 hours like it used to be, but there are days back then when she closes before 8 in the evening because all her flowers have been sold. The new normal for her, however, means less and less customers each day. As of last week of January, Nana Ejo said she can count on her fingers the number of potential buyers who made their way to Dangwa to survey the cost of flowers. It's bad news, she said, because she should, by now, be getting reservations for asters. Nanay Ejo said some teenage men come by to canvas the price of a rose, of aster, of a bouquet. 
However, she knows not all of them would go on to purchase what they surveyed. Also, she believes they may just opt to spend their money on essentials instead of buying flowers on Valentine's Day. There are three occasions in a year when Dangwa can compete with other consumer markets. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, and Day of the Dead. With a stay-at-home directive by the government and the entry of a new strain of the virus, Nanay Edges news that the pandemic may just have killed the romantic in many people. If this was the world before the pandemic, the asters prepared by Nanay Edges would sell in just about a day during Valentine's Day. She would travel home to Los Baños with 5,000 pesos rolled up in her pockets the next day she got to Manila. After all, Dangwa is the country's flower capital, the same way Taytay is to garments and La Loma is to Lechon. However, Nanay Edges knows the prestige that Dangwa holds as the flower capital would fail to save some of her fellow vendors from shutting down for good. There's a lot to deal with, she said, from the travel restriction that's making it costly to transport goods to the health protocols that are discouraging buyers to go out. And then, there's the competition coming from online. If the Department of Trade and Industry is to be asked, the future of retail can be found on enterprises online. As consumers fear for their health and in turn avoid physical contact, they will turn to e-commerce to do their transactions. In January, the Trade and Industry Department launched the Philippine E-Commerce Roadmap 2022 that set the near-term goals for e-commerce activities in the country. Under the roadmap, the contribution of digital transactions to the economy is targeted to increase to 1.2 trillion pesos by the year 2022 from 599 billion pesos in 2020. As such, the e-commerce industry is seen to take up 5.5% of gross domestic product by then. During the launch, Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez reported there are now 93,318 online resellers registered with the Trade and Industry Department, and bulk of these retailers signed up in the course of the health crisis. The roadmap projects there would be 1 million firms doing business online by next year. The Trade and Industry Department is banking on the shift to digital to accomplish all these objectives. Lopez vowed the government will pour in everything the e-commerce industry needs to improve its operations in the Philippines. Under the roadmap, authorities will accelerate efforts to boost internet infrastructure to encourage sellers and buyers alike to transact in virtual platforms. The Trade and Industry Department will also streamline the registration and renewal procedures for licenses of online shops. The Trade and Industry Department can no longer afford to deny the network covered by e-commerce players as they exploited the pandemic to reach new customers who used to patronize physical stores. Further, the Philippines is trailing its Southeast Asian neighbors in terms of internet retail growth and is, therefore, compelled to take actions that would promote a shift to the digital. Based on the Economy Southeast Asia Report 2020, the Philippines was seen to enlarge its e-commerce market by 6% to $7.5 billion last year from $7.1 billion in 2019. The country is also poised to reach its forecast of breaching $28 billion by the year 2025.
However, when pitted against Southeast Asian rivals Vietnam and Indonesia, e-commerce in the Philippines is growing too little, too slow. The report indicated Vietnam's internet economy was estimated to improve by 16% to $14 billion in 2020 from $12 billion in 2019. On the other hand, Indonesia was penciled to increase the value of its online market by 11% to $44 billion from $40 billion. New demographics showed the Philippines is one of three Southeast Asian nations that witness a rise in digital consumers from the rural areas. Most of these new e-commerce users in Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines live outside of cities. Broken down, 54% of the new e-commerce users in the country were traced to the provinces. The Philippines also registered the most number of digital consumers who plan on using online platforms even in the pandemic aftermath at 95%. In turn, this painted a rosy prospect for sellers in e-commerce sites. 9 in 10 new e-commerce users in the Southeast Asian region said buying online is the standard way to purchase things in the new normal. The average time spent online by Southeast Asians increased to 4.7 hours during the lockdown from 3.7 hours prior and steadied at 4.2 hours when the mobility restrictions were removed. This is a proof that shift to digital is real. In Dangwa, Nanay Edges prays that couples muster the courage to go out on Valentine's Day to buy flowers and chocolates and dine in restaurants. She pins her faith that tradition will beat the pandemic, that sweets, roses, and dinner dates stay as Valentine's staple, and that Dangwa keeps its energy during February. She knows, though, that things may never be the same. Nane Ejos asks to be excused as she attends to a man in black polo and denim jeans, asking about the price of rose and aster. Upon learning a kilo of aster would cost him 250 pesos, he smiles at Nane Ejos and walks to the next store. Nane Ejos apologizes for the interruption. It's her potential first buyer of the day. At least the man stopped to smell the flowers or a possible bargain. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.